good. Can you guys hear me? I was down to the wire today with some traffic. I'm so sorry. I'm a couple minutes late to join you this morning. Okay. I have no idea what you guys, if it was just a blank screen you were staring at. Um, but thank you very much for your patience as we were uh, getting rocking and rolling this morning. Um, I came dressed in my hoodie. I'm not ready for, I mean, like, I'm super excited and ready for the fall weather, but holy moly, kind of came out of nowhere. So I don't have, I don't know about any of you, but I have no uh, fall clothes prepared, and it is a little bit of a panic. So we're cozy this morning. We're ready to rock and roll. We get... this going okay um how did thank you for everyone who submitted homework last week did everything go okay creating your warm and your your in your hot list i know a question popped up like well so i've made it and what does it mean to look at it and genuinely it's kind of like don't overthink it you know, like that ninja, that daily five isn't supposed to be some huge draining activity. It's simply to look at your warm list, look at your hot list, and know who they are, what they're looking for, and you're just programming them into that particular activating system, right? So that when you open up that FLS every single day, you can see what it is, you know, like maybe you start making those connections, maybe you start reaching out to them, um, and that'll play into some of the things that we're talking about um, Today. So today is, um, we're going to finish up that engine nine talking about flow first, and then we're going to um, wrap up by talking about a brief overview of the Ninja business plan. Um, come November, we're going to really do a really intense, intentional business plan. Um, but what we're going to do is just talk about some pillars that you could be incorporating now or be thinking about in, in structuring your business in a really ninja focused way. As always, um, I think let's restart our day. Listen, I'm coming in here fast and furious, grateful for the uh, people behind the scenes here at the office who really whipped everything into shape um, to get this all to put together. Um, but if anybody has any other gratitudes they want to share out, um, I would love to hear them. I'm grateful for some family. I was able to have town weekend. It always fills my cup to watch my grand or my son giggle and laugh with his grandparents. And, uh, that was really, really fun. Pumpkin spice lattes, morning chat with your sister. Love it. Jeans weather. Yes. Joy. Oh, motivation to go to yoga. Sounds lovely. Red Rocks, physical therapy. Oh yeah, I love a good adjustment. Now the fall weather, it's definitely creeping up. I've got a lot of grateful, it, it has a different feel to it this morning for sure. I have a lot of gratitude for that too. All right, Tim's getting back to good work in order there. Waking motivated, dog park. Oh my God, so much gratitude pouring out keep it coming keep it rolling um oh congrats gabe that's so exciting another little uncle or little baby that's fun two new buyers this week oh my god i love it joe the magic's working awesome look at all this gratitude pouring out i hope all of you guys soak up the energy that people are putting out there um and if you haven't done it yet, make sure that you have, you you take care of your daily five, two things you're grateful for, 25 of the same affirmation, two personal notes, check your warm list, check your hot list. Okay. I love to see all this updated, um, all these uh, gratitudes pouring in. Um, today, so last week we really went over, you know, we talked about what all of the Ninja 9 were. Um, and you guys in the last week focused on the five daily success habits. Right now, we're going to go into the four weekly success habits. So these aren't things that you're doing every single day, but during Monday through Friday, every single week, you should be tackling this list of um, items 
the, these four items every single week, okay? So we're gonna go into, they're gonna be diving deeper about focusing on client calls, scheduling or sending to real estate reviews, um, scheduling or performing, I don't know if scheduling is just the only word, there, but I'd say performing 50 live interviews and we'll talk about that. And then update your database and look for property matches weekly, which will kind of funnel right into your warm and your hot list as well. There's a lot in different ways, but each little element has a different piece of intention to it. Okay, so part of um, every week, so this part, so your four weekly success habits in the Ninja Nine might take you a little bit longer than just like that, you know, quick 30, 20, 30 minutes that your daily five might take. I would carve out and plan into your schedule maybe two hours, sometimes up to four, depending on um, a week of some time to complete these activities, okay? Like client service calls, we're gonna talk about these. Um, I like to schedule these for Monday mornings, okay? Um, and, and we'll talk about that. So part of your job as a realtor is to make sure your clients act under contract, um, are up to date on what's going on in their contract. And so they expect to hear from you to get that update. Um, and it also helps to position you, right, as that trusted real estate advisor. Because, right, we said here, the, your best source of business is for your active clients, okay? So they already, they're experiencing your fabled service live. And so they're really likely to um, remember that. And when maybe something comes up in conversation about real estate, um, you can very easily be top of mind for them. Um, so one thing that I hear often is, well, I don't want to pick up the phone and call anybody. I'm just being intrusive. Well, here's the thing. If you're an active or an under contract client of yours, they, you, they're owed a phone call by you. By you. And so we got to get over that fear that makes it about you and not about them. So your job is to service and provide value for them. Um, Ninja provides a really helpful five-step calling process. If you're feeling a little bit unsure of like how to do it without sounding salesy or sounding awkward or whatever. So it looks like this. Salutation. Hey, Melissa, how you doing? This is Allie Carlson calling you. Um, how was your weekend? Did you and your family know that, you know, so-and-so had softball weekend or the, the ball game all weekend? Forward question, okay? I'm asking about their recreation, their family, okay? Easy icebreaker commonality, um, making that quick connection. The reason I'm giving you a call is uh, just to give you an update that this week upcoming, we should be anticipating we are anticipating the inspection objection on your listing um, that's due by Wednesday. And then we, uh, your obligation is to provide a resolution by Friday. So we're, we'll keep our eyes open for that. I'll send it over. We'll plan to chat and reconvene about next steps for that resolution um, when that comes in. Uh, and next week, we're waiting on appraisal. Um, any other fun things that you and your family, any other softball games on the horizon this weekend or during the week? So the purpose for your call, quick, straight to the point. Another forward question to kind of sandwich the, the meat. And if it's heavy, sometimes it's not always good or easy news that you're delivering. So have some forward questions or connections maybe teed up prior to going into that call. Um, and then close it out with a quick thanks. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, as always, let me know if you have any questions. I'll talk to you soon. You want this phone call to be two to three minutes, okay? Your client service calls, two to three minutes max. You're here to provide information, quick and dirty, in and out, okay? But you're not closing them out in case they have other questions. You also want to focus on um, other reasons to call, okay? And there's a whole list here, you know, obviously your sellers, your under contract buyers, active buyers. Hey, you know, we didn't look this weekend, but things really, you know, 50% of the homes didn't go under contract this, this weekend. So that's looking promising when you guys get back into town next weekend, just a quick call and a quick update from you to them. Um, 
you know, oh, I love this, a home anniversary. Hey, guess what we were doing seven years ago, seven years ago this week. It doesn't have to be on that day because if you schedule your clients calls on Monday, it could be, you know, en engulfing that whole week. And remember, it doesn't have to just be an active client, be a past client as well. Um, and birthdays coming up, if there's a, um, any giveaways that you maybe did recently that you need people for, for sure, calling people right now about Oktoberfest, perfect live example for that. Um, a thank you for maybe they sent you a referral, maybe they um, gave you a review from your services, a quick call for that. Um, just a thinking of you, hey, I was driving through your neighborhood, whatever that might be. You're going to be focusing on client service calls weekly, okay? Um, the next daily habit, uh, or weekly habit, excuse me, that we're focusing on. And I would say this is, if, 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 there's, if it's like a scale of one to 100, the Ninja Nine, I think that the power of the real estate review is at least like 50% of that bucket. It is so powerful and so value adding and so simple to do, also simple not to do, um, that I think it should be something that you absolutely, don't even just carve in like, ninja for like the daily or the weekly four into your calendar write in real estate review hour or something to that effect because it does have so much power the purpose of a real estate review is to position yourself as the pro proactive trusted advisor so how many of you right if like if you're here how many of you go to the doctor every year go to the dentist you check in with your cpa for taxes right? You'd get your car tuned up. You have all of these experts in their field that you're not quite an expert on that you go to get checkups and services for regarding whatever widget it is in your life, whether it's your health, your car, your teeth, your whatever it might be. Okay. Very often people aren't getting that yearly checkup, so to say, about the value of their home which is likely their lar one of their largest assets that they have under their uh, portfolio. So by providing a real estate review, it's not a strict valuation. It is not a, um, hey, here's what your home is worth right now. It's a snapshot of the market in their area to give them an idea of what the range of value that their home could be. Also, people love to know what's going on in their neighborhood. They've seen the for sale signs. I mean, nowadays they can look online and take a look at the pictures and everything like that, but sometimes they forget to look at the closed values or follow up on certain items or details that were interesting to them. And so by providing people with a real estate review, it allows you to um, drop a little nugget of sincere value, uh, give them a piece of information that they might be knowing, and it also makes you the proactive trusted advisor when their wheels spin three months down the road and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so sent me a real estate review with the value. I wonder if she can give us an updated value because we're really thinking about selling now. Um, it's a simple market update. It should take no more than five, maybe 10 minutes to prepare. Um, it's best if you can do it in person. Um, it's second best if you can drop it off. You'll never maybe drop it off or email it. or not email it, mail it, um, never email it. There's like no power in receiving it as an email. Well, is what, you know, Ninja data has found. So if you call somebody up as part of my service to you, I offer the opportunity to sit down once a year and give you an update on the value of your real estate. I've prepared a report for you. When's a good time next week for us to get together or maybe just to drop by, maybe we can get a cup of coffee. And remember, you're not sitting there saying, this is what your home is worth. You're saying, well, all of these homes are pretty similar to yours. They sold from this range to this range. So you could probably expect your home to be valued somewhere within that ballpark. Now that's at this moment in time. And in six months, it's going to have to obviously be reevaluated, but at least they have uh, a basis to go on. So to prepare these real estate reviews, there's a, in, I believe that there's a multiple multitude of different ways to do it. And people all do it in a different way. Um, I would love to see some people drop into the Intro to Ninja channel. Um, if anybody's ever prepared one, I'll definitely put in some examples. In the um, 
West, I mean, brokerment file, we have a little tab called CMAs. And that's what this little, where you see how much is your home worth? Um, it's just a little snippet of that PDF. So what it does is, is that's kind of like a great little cover page to say, um, you, when you purchase your home, uh, what you purchased it for, what the general range is right now and what the interest rate is. And then what I like to do is go into the MLS and go into that neighborhood and, you know, like if it's a single family home, I'm not going to be popping in condos into there. I just based on a map, click on all the action in this neighborhood in the last six months and you can print it off as like a quick CMA um, with maybe some thumbnail photos of the homes as well. It's just a quick little snapshot to show them the information. Um, a lot of people use RPR, super helpful. Um, I have uh, really enjoyed using cloud CMA as a process for my um, real estate reviews. Makes it again, less than five minutes. It's visual, it's a mix of art and science. Um, I think having photos for those art people who just wanna see the pretty, um, and then the science with seeing the numbers with like a quick CMA draw out, those are all free options within your MLS. I believe RPR is free. Cloud CMA is a, um, a paid service, and I think Focus First is as well that Janelle is mentioning on the, um, oh, thanks Julie, for Free. Emily, take a question. Yeah, you can also talk, you can drop it off and then plan to call them and talk about it on the phone. Face to face or voice to voice has the most power for their real estate review. If they can't, you can at least follow up with them. Hey, I just want to make sure you saw this real estate review I dropped off for you. Are there any questions that you have at this time? Um, just making sure that they've received it as, as, any way you can try to get an opportunity to have a phone conversation with them, the better. But perform, but creating and supplying a re two real estate reviews weekly is one of the most powerful things you can do. Okay, so I want you guys to all make sure that that's in your block in your schedule every single week, um, and and start seeing what kind of magic comes from performing those. RPR, when you go into RE Colorado, I think it's like a below the fold link. At least it was recently. Um, thank you, third tier. Yeah, so you just scroll into the RE Colorado links. It should be down there. Um, I'll pop, pop in a couple of examples of real estate reviews into the um, Ninja channel. But additionally, I you know encourage anybody else if they have a uh, real estate review template or like outline that they've used that they found success with um, and you're willing to share, that'd be awesome. Uh, it's only going to create more good. It's not going to step on anybody's toes. Um, but again, real estate reviews, make sure that that's part of your weekly habits. The last two weekly habits that I want you to be focusing on, um, 50 live interviews weekly. Now that might sound extremely daunting. You're like, oh my God, I'm not going to call and interview 50 people. No, but what you are going to do is start recording and tracking conversations that you have with people. That's all it is. A live interview is a conversation. It's even better if it incorporates Ford. Okay. Remember success habit number six, which was your client service calls weekly. All of those um, count as uh, what live interviews. So let's say you have four clients to be calling under contract or act. That is four live interviews. Okay. You probably learned something from them. Make sure you take notes. Um, having four conversations with somebody you're sitting on the sidelines with at a softball game or a soccer game, maybe you're at a birthday party and you engage in those conversations. If you go back and you think about all the people you talked with, that is going to come towards your 50 live interviews. It doesn't always have to be direct real estate related. Okay. Um, you know, they say interviews, but interviews in the sense of saying, you just want to know about them. Like what's going on with your family? Uh, you guys have any plans coming up for the fall? What are you guys thinking about for the winter? Anything to go tropical, whatever that might be. You guys, do you guys have a favorite ski mountain that you go to here in Colorado? Um, anything that you can engage in a conversation, keep your, keep your ears open for change, right? Pain or pleasure of just maybe a, a follow-up 
written note that you can send out if it's a closer circle acquaintance. Um, they're not sales calls, okay? That might sound confusing with like, well, is, aren't your client service calls or uh, if you call a floor lead, isn't that a, a sales call? No, because you're just engaging in forward questions and seeing if you can provide value. We don't make sales calls. We provide value and uh, engage with people authentically. Um, half or more of your interviews should be automatic with your calendar, scheduling your interviews. For example, calling on birthdays, anniversaries of purchase, maybe you know wedding anniversaries and you can call and, and give a happy anniversary, weekly client updates, annual real estate reviews. Those will definitely, remember, see how I talked about overlap? Um, Follow-up calls, two weeks after closing, those sort of things, okay? And I can post in some more lists or some more reasons for calling. Um, I just lost my train of thought. It was good. It was a good one. Um, oh, here's where I veer a little bit from the ninja path. It's still ninja, but but I you, I've got a, a decent sized handful of people within my database who, if I call them, they won't pick up. If I send them a text message, literally saying the same things I was going to say in a phone call they engage with me right away. It's a little bit of a back and forth. I believe if there's an authentic back and forth conversation via text message, it's the same as a phone call, You depending on your audience, okay? If you're gonna send a text message to somebody that you know is never respond, that doesn't count as of your interview. I like to just say, know your audience, know who you're getting in touch with, and meet them where they are. Because the, the most important thing is that you can have some sort of forward, back and forth. Um, you might have an opportunity. They'll, they'll divulge their change. Or maybe it opens up an opportunity to have a cup of coffee. That's a lot. You know, that's in person. Even better. Live interview, right? You grab lunch with somebody, dinner, whatever that might be. Okay? 50 feels like a lot. I hear you. There are some weeks that I literally get 25. But I don't beat myself up over it. Because happens and I'm doing it consistently and I'm recording it and I'm tracking it. And I guarantee you, the more you do it, you'll find opportunities for those live interviews and you'll see that you're doing them more frequently than maybe you think that you are. So just make sure that you're focusing on it um, and forming them as frequently as possible and um, uh, tracking it as best you can. Um, I don't a chance to track because, and you guys will all, uh, I was going to talk about after this next one was um, in broker, um, and in Slack, we've said many times we have the Monday morning agenda, the perfect week planner, um, which gives you a space to check off that you've had your 50 live interviews. But if you print off your Monday morning agenda every week, which talks about who's your active under contract clients, who's writing your notes to that week, your focus for that week. Flip that over on the back. Just write the names of the people that you have connected with and track them. And at the end of the week, just circle. How many did I talk to? 35. Done. Circle on that. Um, yeah, reflect them. Track it at the end of the day. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I go back. I'm on Thursday because I finally am catching up with my week. And then I've scheduled in that time for those weekly four habits on Thursday. And then I really go back and make note of everything that I've done. However, I'm tracking my um, client service calls immediately because there's usually some information that I wanna know from that. So find a system that works. When, you, when um, at the end of this series, we will have the Ninja Planner for you all, which is super exciting. And there will be a really easy way to track your 50 live interviews via the planner, which will be awesome. Um, the last habit weekly that we're going to sing on is updating your days weekly. Look for property matches. Okay. So what that means is, did you host an open house over the weekend? Have you sat floor? Did you meet somebody new? Did you meet, did you know somebody, but you didn't have their address before? Make sure that like when you close out your week before you go into like weekend showings or whatever that part of your real estate business looks like, um, 
you've had an opportunity to make sure everything's updated. I know me specifically after I close out, let's say I had a closing on a Tuesday by Friday, I make sure that their mailing address is up to all of the pertinent information that I need to know, birthdays, anniversaries, etc. Um, because we send out magazines, postcards, birthday cards, all of those um, little pieces of information that I know will be beneficial down the road. So making sure that every week you're updating your database and see if there's a conversation that you've had and if a property match pops up, okay? You have your warm list and you have your hot list. Has there been a property match that you've seen in there that matches with those two that you need to be sharing? Again, which would come towards your 50 live interviews, okay? Um, these four last four habits that complete the Ninja Nine should be taking up anywhere, like I said, two to four hours. Um, it kind of just depends on, like, real estate reviews become second nature after a while, but they take a little while in the first place. Um, catching up with and tracking your 50 live interviews might take a little while. Going to lunch with somebody, which is a, a live interview, but can take up an hour, hour and a half or something like that. Um, give yourself the time, but block it in there. If you don't block it in your schedule, it's not going to happen. I know firsthand. It doesn't happen to me. Um, yeah, Joy. And yeah, like I was saying, like, I think if you are on a text relationship with somebody, if you will, and that works for you guys, that should count towards a 50 live interview. Um, sending out the newsletter is not a 50 live interview. That's part of your auto flow. Okay. So as long as it's personal, it's involves some sort of maybe a forward question, something about the contract. That's what we're really counting towards a live interview. All right. We're going to make a shift away from that Ninja 9. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to stay on track to be an on-purpose agent. And it's all about the business plan. Now, come November, like I said, we're going to have a really intentional, much more hyper-focused business planning session that will focus around some of the Ninja principles and ideologies. But... For today, we're going to talk about some major components and principles of running your business like a ninja and some things to be focusing on. And we'll touch base on this a little bit more come homework time. So one thing that ninjas do in their business at all times is they're always learning. Okay. So in your that's why I think it's great to fold it into your morning routine to be reading something new for 15 minutes every single day. Um, review and practice one new thing in this manual or in this, you know, all the series that we're talking about every single day. Uh, oh, sorry. I don't mind that list to the ninja CDs of the class. Um, you can listen to the replays of this class, pick up on something that you didn't pick up on before. It can be super helpful. Um, learn, we're going to, you're going to know this is like, um, for the homework, but year end review, learn from past successes and mistakes. We don't know where to improve unless we've taken a look on what we've done in the past, okay? Um, do you have any mentors? Is there anybody out there that you just love how they operate and maybe you want to pick their brain on how they do something sometimes or what, what process works for them because you just can't quite figure out how they do it all or whatever? How, what can you learn from? Um, form a weekly skills group or practice group to get better. Read. Earners are learners. Start with a ninja reading list. Um, I will put that together and share a big list that Ninja has um, provided for books. The number one book that I can start with, and I cannot believe that up to this point I have not mentioned it because it is a fundamental belief of mine, is reading the book The Go-Giver. I fundamentally believe that if you lead your business in the way that the um, Go-Giver outlines, it's one of the best um, mindset shifts and on-purpose activities that you can do. So reading The Go-Giver over and over and over again, um, it just, it allows you to see opportunities of where you can shift your mind, right? Like providing more in value than you receive in compensation. It, the law of reciprocity. There are so many things that are valuable in that book that can be applied to our industry and in, in life in general, and it will only serve you. Read it and read it again. Agreed, Elaine. It is, um, it's it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, so if there's other books for you guys, Raving Fans is another one that I'm, I'm seeing out. 
any books give and take right now is what I'm reading the ninja selling book, but always be learning, not just from books, learn from um, classes that we have recorded, learn from industry classes, learn how to use your contract software, learn how to use different aspects of the MLS. But part what makes a successful business is that you're constantly learning and gaining knowledge. Okay. Don't skip out on a showing just because you're like, well, I have to take this MLS class, you know, like put your business, make sure that you're prioritizing and scheduling things appropriately, but make sure that learning is a pillar of your business. Uh, goals. Uh, there's a reason that we created the life list, personal, spiritual goals, family and friends goals, business and professional goals. We are on purpose when we have a target or a thought that we're working to create, that we're working to manifest, that we are working to fuel, that we are working to fund. If they're not there, then we're just kind of waking up and going about our business. But when you wake up, get to the office, get to your client service calls, you don't want to do your real estate review, and then you look at your goal of spending a month on the Italian coast, well, that goal needs funding. And if you want to take your family there, that goal needs funding. So performing that real estate review, generating that business, providing that value is a way to move yourself towards those goals and find a lifestyle that you want to live. Okay. Um, honing in on your activities. The money, Monday morning agenda. So this is what I was talking about. This lives in, how many of you guys have seen this before or done it or used it? Do any of you guys use it weekly? Um, the Monday morning agenda. So it has a space to talk about your under contract clients, hot and active, hot list, warm and keep in touch, warm list, okay? CMAs to do. Instead of CMAs to do, I would almost cross it out and write home reviews for the week. You could write your two home reviews that you're doing right here. Um, 10 notes to do. Interesting. We have two personal notes a day, so we need to make sure we're writing 10 notes a day or 10 notes a week, excuse me. Meetings for this week, anything that's a you know necessary schedule um, item, leads to follow up with. Also, I would almost add to leads to follow up with and add to your database, updating your database week, okay? This for the week, maybe this week your focus is to track and record all your live interviews. Classes, things. Learning something new every single week. Okay, and then down here, did you do your gratitudes? 50 connections. Did you do your business tracker? Database follow-up. On the back here, it's a blank piece of paper. There's a reason that you can just write every person that you connected with throughout the week. Then you have a running list. And then it also gives you a place to update. If this person, you're like, oh, I gotta circle this person. They're not in my database. Make sure that they're updated. This is a really powerful way to track your activities and keep you in line with your goals and to keep you uh, accountable for what it is that you want to perform. Okay. Um, and when you don't know what to do, Ninja nine, Ninja nine, Ninja nine. That if there's, if you do nothing else in a week, if you don't preview a house, if you don't sign up for an open house, you don't do a floor ship, you have no showings to do. You better make sure that that Ninja nine gets done. Even when you have an open house, even when you have floor, even when you have showings, you better make sure that that Ninja 9 gets done. That is your pillar. That is your foundation. That is the fuel that keeps your jet engine moving forward. Okay. Kind of piggy, piggybacking on this Monday morning agenda is your schedule. Um, when we're on purpose, we're not just floating through the abyss and hoping that things work out for us. At the beginning of the week, you're going to plan out, well, when am I going to do my two real estate reviews? I know that on Tuesdays, it's like pretty unlikely that I'm going to have to be doing a bunch of showings and I want to be working on my business. So I'm probably going to schedule it for Tuesday morning sometimes, some at some point. Okay. These are all um, like the 10 notes, CMAs or home reviews to do. Um, leads to follow up, but those are really good on your business activities. Okay. Classes um, on your business meetings for the week can be either way. Okay. Um, auto flow. Do you have your auto flows scheduled? Do you know you have your Friday newsletter that's ready to schedule out, making sure that 
Friday by the time you close out for the day that that newsletter has been sent out? Um, do you have your postcards if you do that all ready to go? Do you send out a handwritten note every single month? Um, there is, uh, there's a flow calendar. I can try to extract that, but I think it's really easy just to say, let's, what month are we in? September three things of auto flow. Well, newsletter happens every week. Maybe you send out a postcard and maybe you uh, send out a handwritten note to everybody once a month. Um, at least four hours a week, we're going to schedule in to work on your business doing the Ninja Nine. Okay. So making sure it's a pillar within your business. People love a whiteboard, Lisa. People love using a whiteboard to, to handle that and to make sure that they're on track, on track, and managing their time. Some people just use their planner, put it into their calendar monthly um, when things are gonna go out. Um, action. Manage your productive activities and the results will take care of themselves. That was a really powerful thing for me this summer was it's, you're not always working, you're not always trying to find like, okay, if I do this, then this is gonna be the exact outcome. No. I just know if I do the Ninja Nine weekly, if I focus on those activities, the production, the results, whatever it is, the goals, they take care of themselves. They just show up. That's the magic. That's why this stuff works. Okay, TSW. If you focus on your productive activities, right here, the results come. Has anybody seen any little nuggets of magic starting to pop up as you're doing your gratitudes daily, your affirmations. Now that you're writing your personal notes. Now that you're going to, I mean, you're going to start befolding in more Ninja Nine activities, but has anybody seen anything starting to pop up? Maybe that buyer that you did, couldn't get in touch with is calling you. Maybe a referral came out of nowhere. Maybe you had an uber busy open house and a really primed, unrepresented buyer or a seller walk in. Love it. It, you, it, it works. And, and it, it's not always direct. It's not always like your million dollar buyer walks in the front door, though. I really hope that for all of you genuinely, um, floor lead, pick up a phone. I saw some, I think Ben posted a picture of someone was on a landline, maybe at the North office standing over a copier. That was pretty funny. Like that to me, I, I literally thought to myself, like, well, that's a funny little ninja activity. Okay. Meet a neighbor, and now I'm off this morning for extra dog. Like, yeah, you make connections, you meet people. Um, friend reached out for a referral, both wanting to make moves. I mean, I love it. It's not always immediate, right? But it's it's the magic. It's the it's the fuel to your jet engine. Um, make sure that that ninja you're doing your ninja night. Those are the actions that will breed the results. Um, when it comes time for the planner. And we're going to talk more about this. There's a lot to take in, so I don't want to overwhelm you, but we're going to talk about the pie system. And that's really tracking how you spend your time um, and eventually seeing if you need to make any adjustments, which we'll also talk about when we do a deeper dive of business planning in November. Um, but pie time is productive time. You, a contract or a client, which is the, the money-making time, if you will, that's where you can increase your income per hour. I is um, indirect productive time. So doing showings, doing an open house, sitting floor, doing your ninja nine, all of those activities that funnel to you, a client and a contract. Okay. And E is everything else. Everything else doesn't make you money. Everything else might be necessary to do, but it's maybe also something that somebody else can do for you if you pay them 20 bucks, 25 bucks an hour. Um, so we'll talk about pie time as we get into it a little bit further. But if you want to start thinking about it, pie time is really increasing that income per hour. That's the results. That's for the production. Okay. Friend from where it's called looking for investment property. Love it. Um, Ninja success formula. This one's interesting. Okay. So we will, let's say you have an annual financial goal, whatever that might be. Remember there's no limit. You can make it be whatever you want. I don't care if you're brand new, you can make it be astronomical. Things, things spill to the space that they're provided. Okay. So let's say you're, oh my God, I'm really bad at mental math. 
I'm really nervous to do this, so please chime in. Um, let's say your annual financial goal is to make $100,000. Divide that by 1,000. That's 100, right? Somebody help me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm a really visual person. I can't do things in my Okay, so 100, this result is the number of households that you need in your database to make your financial goal using the Ninja Selling System. It's really simple, okay? So for every 100 people in your database, it's $1,000 times 1,000. Okay, like, you get it, okay? So whatever your goal is, divide it by 1,000. That's how many households you need in your database to be working the Ninja Selling System, the Ninja 9 to hopefully be reaching that goal, okay? That's like the very simple um, metrics and calculations of that. And when we go into deep business planning, there will be a lot more uh, targeted direct actions result in, in um, perform things to perform in order to get that goal. Thank you to those of you who validated my mental. Okay. Um, this one's big, and, and we'll say it over and over and over again, that your database is your essential nervous system. It is not a project finish. It's not like, oh, my database is done. What should be the number one key to that? Well, weekly success habit number nine, which is update your database weekly. Say, you, you, you know what I mean? Like you meet somebody in an open house, so you want to make sure that they're in your database. I've had people I met in an open house come back to me four years later because they were in my auto flow because I checked in with them because I looked for property matches. I would see a property that really matched the house I met them in because oh, that's where that magic happens. It's an organic living record of your relationships and future income. So treat it wisely. Um, I was going to say something else on that and I totally forgot. I might come back to it. This is probably one of my favorite pieces of your ninja business plan and, and mentality. How many of you probably at a party when they know you're a realtor, at an open house, maybe at like a, a game, whatever, like a, an outing, a social gathering, or even like people, when they find out that you are involved in the real estate world in any way, they say to you, how's the market? Right? Like we hear that all the time. And there's a lot of people's knee-jerk reactions that are like, oh my gosh, so busy, I'm out showing properties, I'm writing contracts all the time. Oh my goodness, there's just no inventory. Imagine yourself in the person who's hearing that information. All you hear is, they're too busy. Do they even really like their job? They just seem like it's uh, kind of a downer all the time. That's definitely not something that I want to be involved in. Right? So you just, you're kind of like plummeting. So when somebody says to you, how's the market? Let's engage and try to understand or uncover what piece of value we can provide to them. A good way to do that is saying like, oh, well, what have you heard? What have you heard about the market? And I say to people all the time, like, oh, I've heard it's crazy. And I said, well, it kind of depends on what that looks like. Um, you know, there's, there's certainly people that are buying and selling homes. Interest rates are remaining low, seeing people still going under contract frequently. Um, it's, you know, what part of the, are you, what part of the market are you looking for? Is it the buying side or the selling side? Well, as a seller, oh, well, that market is quite interesting. And it really depends on what area you were in, what area is your home in, right? So you start engaging into questions and narrowing down what pieces of value you can provide for them. So you're not going to answer somebody who's curious about the market as a seller in the same way that you would answer somebody who's curious about the market as a buyer. You're also not going to be a Debbie Downer. You're going to be honest, but there's a way to um, lead by questions and lead by value that allows you to be positioned as a proactive, trusted real estate advisor. Um, that's great, Kara. I love that. I told Massage, but there's that it's possible to buy a house. You just have to be ready and patient. And that's imagine that that's the first person who gave her some positive feedback on the market. And I guess who's going to come to mind when her therapist is curious about buying, it's definitely not going to be all the Debbie Downer that she's probably heard from previously. Way to Tara. Um, which also kind of ties into the next, this next little piece, which is position yourself as the source. 
always provide market information. We have market updates provided to us monthly. We also have info at our the MLS, InfoSparks, right? Like if you don't know how to use the data in the MLS, take a ton of deal. Things are out there, they're provided. Um, your job is to be the source of value and of information. And that's going to, and if that's just part of how you run your business, that's going to propel you forward, okay? Um, I mean, the best place to be this sort is at open houses. I think floor as well, but open houses, you really have that face-to-face. -face. And again, that's why I've really positioned like, my open house philosophy is to always be people understanding more about the market than they did when they came in the door. Providing that information is huge. This is also meaning that you're the player of the market, not 100%. You're a player of the market. You're not a victim. You're not not happening to you. You're you have strategy. You have you understand all of the data, all of the market information, so that you can be um, the trusted advisor, confident, and the one that's in control because that's what people are looking for. Okay. So these nine little facets are again just fundamental pillars of your business plan that we're going to talk about um, over the next few months, but things to always be keeping in mind, right? Like these are the activities that you're doing once you, you have your Ninja 9, but this is the mentality. These are the other foundations to be focusing on as you're going about. Um, so we're going to talk about your um, homework a little bit here. So the simple overview of last year's business, that is not in the resources yet. It will be likely by the end of the day today, if not tomorrow, okay? It's gonna be part of your homework. It is going to, even if you're brand new, you can still just create, just do it for the amount of time that you've been in the business, okay? But it's gonna ask you to look at the activity that you've done, what, um, what, how many homes you've sold, how many houses you've shown, um, but your target income per hour is. It's just gonna allow you to provide yourself some data. It's just a pre-simple um, overview to get yourself in the know of what you're doing with your business. In November, we're gonna take a much deeper dive into this. So between, um, it's gonna be something that your homework is to turn in a picture of that for next week. You're also, this should not be turned in until, well, you could do it today. Start it today. Do your Monday morning agenda. Fill this in. I'd love to see two of these done. I'd love to see one for this week and one turned in next Monday that st starts you off for next week. Um, just take two pictures of them side by side. Um, but this is going to be part of your homework, doing your simple business overview and performing your Monday morning agenda. And like I said, give it a shot, even if you're brand new, even if this is blank. I tell my mentees, write who you want it to be. Write what, what you want. Like, I have them write affirmations under their hot list. Like, I have five people on my hot list. It's okay, Weber, program that mind, okay? Here's your homework. It's fun. You're gonna do two real estate reviews, okay? If you, Perform if you write it into your Monday morning agenda. That's that's who you did your real estate. If you do like a check mark, that's who you did your real estate reviews for. Remember, I'm not sitting here and I'm not gonna like grade all of your real estate reviews. It's up to you. If you tell me you do them but you didn't do them, it's only gonna hurt your own business. So be the professional and and take care of those two real estate reviews. Record your 50 live interviews. Do as many as you can. If you don't get to 50, you haven't failed. But I'm sure you probably, if you start recording it, you're going to start seeing how many you have, and you're probably going to do more than you did the week before, okay? So let's record those 50 live interviews on the back of your Monday morning agenda, okay? Oh, it's the Monday morning agenda. Sorry, Joy. Okay. Um, you are going to complete this Monday morning agenda, and you're also going to complete... Um, the simple business overview. The only thing that you, yes, this is the same as the Western Maine Perfect Week. 
it's the same exact document. Um, the sim, the only thing that you don't have yet is the simple business overview will be up in the resources and we'll let you know when it is hopefully by the end of the day today, if not by tomorrow. Okay. But you have plenty of to, to do in the meantime. Um, as far as it goes, you know, snap a quick picture of it, upload that. That's great. That works wonderfully for us. Um, I don't need to, um, I appreciate those of you who have gone to ends to like share your Google sheets and everything like that. That's awesome. If you can just take a picture of it and upload it, that's easier for us to track. Um, especially cause if it gets into my email, it gets below the fold quickly. Um, so taking a picture of that, submitting it to the homework link is awesome. I think that all of these Ninja U resources are really helpful and really geared towards everything that we've talked about today and maybe intertwined with past topics. Um, I think it was Alyssa posted a good, one of the Ninja Selling podcast episodes about writing a personal note and like what to do when you feel like you're stuck. Um, so love it. And thank you to those of you who have found additional resources and are sharing them out that you found to be really helpful there. Um, please don't stop learning and sharing and finding other connections uh, in that way. We don't need to, correct. We don't, you don't need to keep uploading your affirmations and gratitudes every week. That was just for this homework. So what I want to see and really two real estate reviews, 50 live interviews, Monday morning agenda, that can all be encompassed by taking a snapshot of this and uploading this picture of the Monday morning agenda. Okay. And then you're also going to take a picture of your, um, simple business overview plan that you've taken some time to reflect about that. Okay. Any questions, any other closing thoughts that we have on this week? I know you guys are like, when are we going to get to the buyer process? I tell you, you have to know all of this stuff before we can even get to that. Because it would be backwards if we just started with that. This is how we're going to get people to perform the buyer process. To We're going to have, we need to make all these connections before we can sit and do a listing consultation. Okay? So there is a method to all the madness. All right. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, thank you to those of you who post into the Ninja channel with questions or clarifications. It's always helpful. Um, I wish you all the best luck. I will get those real estate review examples, um, into that channel by the end of the day today, uh, go forth, schedule in your stuff and go and be a great ninja. Have a great week, everyone. Oh, I love the smiley faces. <laughs>